And we are live on air this morning. This is your girl, Danny Redwine. I was having problems with my audio starting the show today. But we are here. It is a beautiful Friday afternoon. I have a wonderful guest today, and she brought a song with us. And we are going to buy about today. We are going to talk about the latest and the greatest that's going on. So stay in tune. This is your girl, Danny Redwine. We're going to go into a quick little song real quick so I can try and get this in, and we are going to bring your guest up for today. And uh, once we do that, we'll get things rolling, but I'm trying to fix things in the studio. So just bear with your girl for a second so that I can figure this out, and we are going to get this thing rolling. So hold on. We'll be right back. Yes, Naya. Cool, Naya. <laughs> Who am I? Just the girl, them sugar. All right. Here, Anna. Oh, na 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 Lost me the keys to my truck. Oh, am I? The girls, them luck. And I and I, we make love to press up. Look, you will bubble up again with me. Like a bucket. Just see your nigga, like your nigga, if you ask me. Just see your ass, like a cow, you all up. Just see your pick ass, like a gun, you all up. He's like a river side up on the bank, and you take it. He's like a bicycle, so you Right about now. Let's go. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. Radio presents Comedy, comedy Chat, where we discuss comedy topics with comedians known and unknown. Laugh and learn. They must not know just who this About what we go through to make it in this industry. It's live. It's live. It's funny. It's funny. And we red, wine. We make feel so fine. Yeah. That's that shit. that time. Now, here's your host, Danny Redwine. Right about now. Let's go. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. TRS Radio presents Comedy Comedy Chat, where we discuss comedy topics with comedians known and unknown. Laugh and learn. They must not know just who this be. About what we go through to make it in this industry. It's live. It's live. It's funny. It's funny. And we, 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 Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Yeah. That's that shit. It's that time. Started off to a rough morning this morning. It is your girl, Danny Redwine, 
We got off to a rough start, but that is all right because today is Friday and we are not about to let nothing get us down today. It is the weekend. I am so excited because my guest today is super, super funny, and we are going to have so much to chat about. She is fun to talk to, and she is just funny all the way around. She hails from Chicago, and it's so much talent in Chicago. Chicago was like a second home to me growing up, so I am very endeared to the city. I know that there's a lot of problems over there, and everybody is afraid about Chicago, but everywhere in the world today is crazy. We can't just throw it on Chicago. We got to throw it on other cities, too, and it's not even the cities. A lot of the times, it's these people, y'all. It's the people that are going through stuff in their lives, and they are making bad decisions, and they don't care about other people's lives. And we can't just put that on one city. That's all over the world. As y'all can see, you turn the news on. It's always something going on, so we're not going to worry about that. We're going to get right into today's show. She brought a song with her today. She's going to sing like Suge Avery today on, on the web, so we are going to have fun today. So um, she did bring a song. We're going to talk about that. We're going to get to know this young lady before we do anything, so that's the first part of our show is getting to know our guest today. Go through some questions, feel her out, get her her Mount Rushmore of comedy, all that good stuff, and then we're gonna get into the other stuff about comedy etiquette, what's going on in the, in in today's world, in the comedy world, um, how things have changed. You know, a lot of things have changed in the comedy world. Back when I was learning, which was almost ten years ago, some of the rules have changed. So it's just always something going on, and really, that's the only thing that's consistent in this world is change. So. We're going to go with that. But without further ado, I want to uh, welcome my guest into the show, and I want all of y'all to give her a warm welcome over the phone and give claps wherever you're sitting right now. I want to um, bring in my host. Her name is Serena Monet. Come on in, Serena. Hey. How are you doing this hey, morning? Everybody. Hey, you talking to the Caribbean, girl. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this morning? What's up, gal? What's up, gal? Yeah, what's up, gal? <laughs> guan, guan. That's the that's one okay. of the slang. Guan. Yeah. So how you doing, Serena? I'm doing good, Danny. How you doing, girl? You doing good? You doing good? I'm glad to have you I'm on the show. Good. Thank I'm you for coming good. on. Sorry for all well, of the, the little mishaps we had this morning. Your girl is getting used to this system. So, you know, sometimes I push buttons getting overzealous because I'm geeked because I'm, like, on a studio on my computer. So, so you I'll be getting geeked. I thought, that, I thought the, song so, had, the song, the bomb, so I thought the bomb had blew the whole studio up. I thought I had about some fire. <laughs> And told the studio up. I didn't know you was up there messing up stuff. Okay then, that's good. Okay. Girl, I was up here. girl, I was trying to figure it out. You know, I'm I'm kind of learning trial by error. <laughs> oh man. So you know, last week went smooth. So I had last week went too smooth. So I think you know I had to make up for being too smooth last week. I had I had to mess up a little bit today on your show. <laughs> oh no. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to get right into it. So, you are from Chicago, Serena, right? I'm from Chicago. Chicago is like, mm-hmm. Chicago is saturated with comedy. It is saturated yeah, it really with is. talent. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you think about all of the people that, that have come from Chicago, like 
Gary Shepard, yeah. uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, Robin Harris. Great day. Some people don't know Robin Harris is from Chicago. Yeah. Um, Adele Givens, Lil Rail, yep. D Ray, Marsha mm-hmm. Warfield. Marsha Warfield yep. has been a comedian for years. Um, Tony Baker. Tony Baker was actually born in my city, in Grand Rapids. He was born oh, in my city. That's very true. But. But he he was raised in Chicago. I, I I learned that when I started doing comedy. You know, you start researching comedians, and I thought Tony Baker was from Grand Rapids. And then when I met him, I was like, Tony, you weren't you from Grand Rapids? He was like, No, I was born in Grand Rapids. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a little bit of history there. Yeah, he got. But he got yeah, the list like, goes on. Y'all got Sean Morgan. Y'all got Sean Morgan, just niche. Uh, Damon Williams. Uh, isn't Corey Robert Hope. Townsend from there? Corey Holcomb, D. Sure, D. Ray Davis. Okay, I'm I, th- sure. I thought he was from there. Okay, I'm going to have to do a little more but, research, huh? Yeah, but anyway, long story short, it's a lot of talent that has come out of there. So um, give me a little bit about your background. How did you How did you start with comedy? Like, what got you into it? Because everybody has a, a start story of what they, how they got into comedy. Yeah. So New York. So... In about 2015, I was still active duty in the Navy. I was actually deployed to the Persian Gulf at the moment. And I know most people don't know this, but whenever a ship is out to sea for 64 consecutive days, no land, Mm -hmm. then they throw a little celebration talent show open mic, and you are allotted two beers if if you're off work that night. And so I decided I was going to go on up there. And just say something to the people. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, baby, I had been said too much, and they didn't call the military police to come get me up out of there. They locked me up <laughs> over some little jokes. So I felt like over in that moment, I knew I was sorry, girl. I was like, I got to do this again. <laughs> so while I was still in the military, I was going to a lot of shows in Virginia. I was going to every single show Skeeter G had. I don't know if you know Skeeter G out of Virginia. Um, no, I don't. Comedian Skeeter G. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to all of his shows while I was active duty still, but I didn't, like, try anything else, like, on the mainstream or anything like that until I got all the way out the military. And then I started here in Chicago at Leon Rogers' room. It's still happening, actually. It's so funny because this is like one of the longest-running open mics in Chicago in history, really. Okay. And um, to be honest, I didn't realize how heavy the stakes were at this specific place. I really was up there having a good time. And I just want to – I guess my focus is, number one, talking about my mental health. Um suffering from anxiety and PTSD, my mind is always running. And everything that's mm-hmm. running in there is not necessarily positive all the time. Sometimes it tells me things like they don't take you serious because you're not a man or they don't take you right. serious because, you know, for these reasons, you know what I'm saying, uh, cause we, because of how you with them. It's just my, my conscience really picks me apart constantly. And I wanted to see first and foremost, if I was the only one. And I knew that if I went up there and said it and somebody laughed, that I wasn't the only one. And it just became super addictive to telling all my business to people that I don't know. 
and right. just somebody saying, I've been thinking that too. Yeah, I want to be invited places, but really don't want to go when it's time to go too. You know what I mean? Just those type of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. yeah. The rest is so did you? So you really didn't. So you really didn't know you was gonna get into comedy. You just tried something and and got a bu- and got bit by the bug when you was up there. Yes. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. I think that. I didn't, I I felt in the moment that I didn't really have anybody to talk to about how I felt, even though I had my family and everything, and they were being as supportive as they could. Nobody can understand what this situation was like unless you were there. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and you know, you were were probably there. What was, what was the time, what was the time frame where you were on the, on the ocean? Like what? What's the time frame that you were gone? Was it in the in two thousand nineteen? I I served from two thousand eleven until two thousand and fifteen. Sixteen. So. Okay. 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 So you were so you were on the water a lot. You was in the navy. So you was on the boat. Right. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and I was All in right. the military field as well. I started off doing construction one thing about the united states navy is that it's super full and i believe that it's super full because it's a more it's a less dangerous route um potentially but um what the navy does is if a specific job that you qualify for from your test scores is full they'll send you over as a construction worker for two years so I did okay. construction for I my first I did hear something about that. I did hear something about that because I had a son mm-hmm. um, that was going to enlist uh, in the Navy, but he couldn't um, because he has a heart condition, but he uh, wanted to enlist in the Navy. And when I was telling somebody about it, they said to make sure that he tests high. And I wasn't for yes. sure what that meant. Somebody else told me that they give you like a standardized testing based on how they're going to place you. Correct. Okay. Okay, so yeah. And so you so had to basically I go just... over there, I do my two years of construction, and then I qualify for a real job, ship's navigation. What I was doing was cleaning okay. the ship's navigation around buoys and destructions in the water to make sure that the ship was not damaged in any way. Super cool, got mm-hmm. to drive the ship, but that only lasted a year and a half, and I ended up as an engineman, which was in charge of, changing the ship's oil, making sure everybody had water to shower with, water to cook with, brush their teeth, um, ship's plumbing, um, a lot of dirty work. And it was so good right. for me, uh, honestly, because I can do a lot of things myself. But I will say that my last two years of my enlistment was the most damaging as an engineer because um, I guess that, well, I can't guess. I'm telling you that it's, tradition um to behave as a female to think to feel competent or to appear competent to work alongside the men of the united states navy in fixing those ships oh wow and so nowadays i still struggle with that you know i don't see any male doctors or anything like that um my life is a lot different um i know people don't know this but the ship spaces the engineering spaces on the ships are very dark, and now I, I, I'm, I'm afraid of the dark. I know if my mom was on here, she would tell you that when I'm over there, she will cut every light on. She will let that bill go sky high because she know I don't do no dark. And so that's it. My mm-hmm. life is totally different after that. So. Right. 
Right, absolutely. Yeah. I can imagine that. Is that too much, girl? I mean, I, can, I, can't, I can't imagine it because, you know, I'm, that's not my situation, but I definitely understand, you know, PTSD and how how it can affect so your, your living, your everyday living. Correlates directly. Yeah, think about how it correlates directly to um, being a comedian in a male-dominated field and how they perceive us and sometimes treat us. You know, it's literally mm-hmm. so similar. And to think And to think about how it's affecting me going through this again and trying to use my coping skills, it's really something to talk about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, this ain't that kind of show. We ain't serious over here. You know, we like to goof off and be silly. So, you know, um, empathize. I definitely empathize because I do have – I can't say I share the same experience with you. Um, However, I know mental health stuff and I know PTSD and anxiety. I definitely on my own level um, can empathize with that. So – but um, when you tell people that you do comedy, like, how do, how do they respond? Do they, with you having the background that you have, how do people react to you telling them that you, you're a stand-up comedian now? Girl, the same way they treat you. Well, tell me a joke. That's what they do. <laughs> you know that's what they do. Yep, tell me a joke. <laughs> and the, you what, know what's your response that. to that, tell me a joke? Oh, I tell them one. You usually tell them one. What you give them, like a just a quick punchline dad joke or something? Yeah, I ask them how they ever heard of um, Winnie the Pooh's grandma. Well, who was Winnie the Pooh's grandma? Oh, that's Pooh Nanny. <laughs> that's Pooh Nanny. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> that is funny. Okay. Thanks. So, what's your most What's your most memorable gig? Like, what's the what's the gig that you've gotten so far that's like at the top of your list that you you, you was your favorite? Girl, Jay Leno's "You Bet Your Life." Yes, this girl was on Jay Leno. Talk about that. How was Jay? Okay, you know I'm gonna I'm tell you I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some gems. I hope the comedians are listening because I'm gonna say something. Um, okay. when I applied for the show, I'm in like a little network of where they'll send me the emails for the shows that's going on. And, okay. um, I got the email for the show. I applied. I put on there that I was a comedian. I did get a call back and they told me like, listen, we don't really do comedians. I said, what? They said, you got a good personality, but you cannot go on the Jay Leno show and tell him you're a comedian. You can't do it. It's a conflict of interest. I was so shocked. Uh-huh. Yep, because so this is a, this a show. That's a... Cat mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I really am. But when and you I, bet I Jay, like, how was his energy? How was he? How was he? He literally was like an uncle grilling outside on the backyard with some ashy feet. Um some cargo shorts on and a family reunion t-shirt. Just warm, honey. <laughs> That's Just cool. Warm. He kind of seemed like he would. Yeah, he seemed like he would be that way. He seemed like he would. Yeah, I just wanted What's to wrap most... myself on up Just get you a pillow and be like, I'm staying for the weekend. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What about your uh what about your most embarrassing time on stage? Did something happen on stage? You get a heckler, somebody throws something at you? Okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth. My first show opening up for Corey Holcomb. 
Baby, I bombed so bad. Oh, dang. I bombed Your first show so for Tori Holcomb? Now I got five shows total. My other four okay. shows went very well. But the first one was rough. I really had to learn okay. what his crowd liked. Right. I hate to say that because funny is funny, but he got his own category of people and he does. type of material. He does. And she does. this is just a situation you have to take by itself. It's not like every opportunity where you can run your set and it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call some people out their name or something like that. They like that. Yeah, yeah, they like that. The the, the wrong and year, the better. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. Yeah, so you got to kind of, yeah. Yeah, especially when they you don't, you're, you're me, out of your They moved me from feature to host. I didn't even get the feature after that. I hosted from there on out. <laughs> what did you do that embarrassed you? <laughs> what did you do? My regular Did stage, you just get up there and, and totally bomb? Yes. I thought you was up there killing it. Yes. And you know what? I, the I pro- also think that um, it was my wardrobe, too. I think I think that it was, it was a little too much. So I took okay. that into account as well. I wore a, a race around radio t-shirt and some jeans and some heels last the next show and told me something up. A retro round. You got a lot of stuff going on with your retro round. Tell tell the listeners mm-hmm. how to how tell the listeners how to get to a merch or anything that you're doing right now. I ain't got none. Next question. Oh, no merch. Okay. I thought you had retro round merch. No, we in we in reproduction for one head like merch at the moment. Okay, okay. So that's 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 to stay tuned. That's coming soon. Okay. One headlight so, um, merch, head merch coming too. We're going to talk about that in a minute because we're going to play your song. But um, any, did you get any uh, last-minute gigs that turned out to be like the bomb.com, like somebody called you last minute, well, like, Serena, I need you to be down to X, Y, and Z, or X, Y, and Z, and fill this spot for me. Can you do it? You was like, yeah, boom, showed up, and something magnificent happened. Have you had one of those experiences yep. yet? Yes, girl. What, what happened? Tell me about it. Last one. Actually, I was on this show, but um, I didn't know that I was headlining until I got there. Okay. And you know, honey child, and this is a small show, so it's not like a real headliner position. In this situation, a comfortable headline is 20 minutes instead of 30. You know, it's an intimate crowd. They don't need that much because I'm going to come tear it up real strong, real, real strong. And so when I found mm-hmm. out I was headlining, I'm like, oh, I can do all my jokes. Right. Listen to you this. Can do all your- At the end of the set, the uh-huh. man played, the DJ played a specific song. And I started freestyling uh-huh. on the song. And that is how One Headlight actually came about. A Shut up. Full of, just all type of stuff happening. Just all type of stuff happened. That's, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. So your One Headlight. Mm-hmm. So you just started you just started freestyling and it turned into an actual song. <laughs> yeah. My uncle was there. <laughs> I got an uncle. He always be shy. He crazy though. Um um he is crazy. He's real crazy too. Uh he was up in that thing and he was like, I'm gonna uh-huh. record you, but he pulled out an Android and I was like, I don't wanna be on that because if I want my video in cursive, <laughs> I would just do it myself. 
But he was like, no, this is the new Android. It's nice. I said, well, go on, record me. So he recorded me. And not only is the clip so fire that I can apply for some stuff with it, but I was able to watch it back and actually catch my um, freestyle. And I said, wait a, wait a minute now. And I started writing I, I got board. something. I got I something took, right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Took, I <laughs> took my four little verses to the studio. They told me it ain't enough, but but record what you got and go back home, and you're going to need four more. And, baby, I came with some fire after that, and I wasn't playing with nobody. And you came with the fire after that. We're going to play that, too, coming up. So that's going to be coming up. We're going we gonna to play her song today for you. But that's, that's, that's exciting. That's exciting to be able to go to a, a show and then just come out with a banger. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come out. Talk about working at 100%. And you know, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, jokes that we make can really actually be turned into funny songs. I'm, it's I'm it's a lot of it's a, the community see this and mm-hmm. try to push themselves to do something even more out of the box. I mean, come on, look at Whoopi Goldberg and Jamie Foxx now. Look what they yeah, do. yeah, yeah. And uh, T. Bar out of Detroit just dropped uh, dropped the, Gucci flying. flying, flying. But you know, Whoopi. Yeah. Her uh her comedy career was short lived because she did stand up for some years and then after that she shit, right. she blew up. She went into acting and right. now she talk show host and all that. So Yeah. I tell people all the time manifesting that. Serena, I'm comedians that. comedians are multi talented. I don't I don't care what anybody says. Comedians are multi talented. We are able to do a lot of things. And yeah. that's why I feel like comedy can almost be like a catalyst for all of these other things that we're able to do. Like even right now, yeah. I'm yeah. getting into I'm mm-hmm. getting into acting. I'm I'm on the radio. Like you know, there's just certain things that comedy opens up doors for you to go into so many different directions. You don't have to limit mm-hmm. yourself to just being a comedian. Yeah, there's no box. People like to say it is, but there no, is there is no there's no box. There is no box. Okay, how you handle hecklers? You had any hecklers? Girl, every time. Every, every time. time. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say every time. I'm going to say, let's go with 40% of the time. Because to be honest, I'll be so wild and crazy up there that you just got to be quiet to see what I'm going to do next. I mean, it's a mess. Um, <laughs> but you know what I do? What? Most time when I have a heckler, it's about something that I say it. Um, because I'm gonna speak my truth, and if I feel like I don't like them girls that breastfeed in public, I don't like you having your two turkey legs out, everybody looking at us. I don't like that. Right, right. Somebody right. might not like that. And then my best way of dealing with that is to get on myself. Well, I don't like it because. I'm 33 and my and my breast 49 and I, and I don't like to see y'all y'all's nice things. So I, I I that's my thing right there. I like to get out of it if I offend somebody by talking about myself. Because to be honest, the goal here is not to make somebody else feel like they less than you because of the decisions that they make or the life that they have. The goal is to show right. y'all, even though I'm out here and y'all see me shining. I am still a regular person with problems just like you. I get ingrown hair. Yep, they just leave like mark. you. Now my, now my thing look like 101 Dalmatians. Okay? So don't right. think that I don't exactly. go through everything you go through because I do. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly, exactly. I, yeah. You know, for, for hecklers, for me, there's been times where I react and there's times where I don't react. Like, there's times where I hear them, but I don't even acknowledge them. I just keep on telling my jokes. Um, oh, and, you know, that usually keeps me. I'm in every situation, every single one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm have to. You go ahead. Yeah. You go, you go That's the all. That is the Chicago way. Yeah. Like that is the Chicago way. I was going to say, in Chicago, that's probably pretty uh, uh, prevalent. Standard, like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's standard because I did uh, um, riddles not too long ago, and riddles, you know, not so much heckle, but they do like to yell out stuff during your set. They do. Mm-hmm. It, might not necess- yeah. it might not necessarily mean they're giving you a hard time. You know, sometimes they they add into their situation or their something that happened to right. them. You know, so it's it's kind of mm-hmm. case by case. I haven't had too many problems with um with hecklers, but I've got a couple of snappy comebacks for the ones I want to shut up right way, right away. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But yeah. other than that, you know, Hecklers gonna be hecklers. That's just honest, that's just the way it really is. Nobody really throws nothing bad at me up there when I'm up there. Uh, the people when they announce me, they give all, give all these accolades and things. Uh, that's why hosts are so important because you know they took a phone. I don't, I don't want to have to jump into something else, but yeah, I don't really. You know, they, by the time I get up there, they already know I'm a veteran. They don't want to disrespect me or nothing like that. The only the only people that do it is you know some of the black people. Right. Right. All right. Well, ain't nobody going to heckle you right now. We're going to introduce your song. Go ahead and take us to your song, Serena. We're going to play your song a couple of times for this show. So we're going to play it right now. And I'm just going to play your song by yourself with no songs following so we can come back and talk about your song, okay? So go ahead and introduce your song, Serena. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming to the Biohead Show. My name is comedian Serena Monet. This is One Headlight produced by Corey Ether. Sasha Beats and DJ Louis Z. One, one, one head life, one head life, one, one head life, one, one head life, one head life, she got one head life, one head life, she got one head life, one head life, she got one head life, one head life, on my way to the club. Look at what I see, I see a fine chocolate man in the car right next to me. He said, ooh, I love your style. Them tiggo bitties sitting right. But your car's leaking oil and you got one headlight. I said, let me get on out so you can see this big old thing. And if you nice and talking right, then I just might let you bang. Because I'm trying to find a freak. I'm all up in these streets looking for a little boo that's going to buy me something to eat. But she got one headlight.
you better. Hey, that was Serena <laughs> Monet with one headlight. You go, girl. I was over here bopping. Thanks. <laughs> Ain't it a bop? Girl, that's a club. That's a, girl, it's a bop. It is a whole bop, okay? Girl, Available I can tear that up in the club. Amazon Music and title within the next seven days. I need a song that's one knee good, one good knee. Hey. <laughs> hey. Girl, get us a whole, whole little album, little LP out here. That's good. I like Let's you, Serena. Go. You gone, girl. You got your song. Thank you going to do you. an album? You no going to do a, a comedy album? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Well, you know, I hear Everybody that produced this product. Um, they really pushing for me to put out some more. And to be honest, I want to just talk a little bit about the track. The track is, the sample from the track is um, a house music delicacy here in Chicago. So the beat is very familiar uh-huh, it is. to anybody who loves house music. Um, yeah. I have to, your body. to actually sample the Move record. your body. Right, yes. Yeah, that, Chicago, that, is that, home that of, Chicago is the home of, Chicago is the home of house music. Yeah, and so I, I, I wanted this to be ready for the summer, honey. Um, I had to actually pay to sample the beat, and it wasn't, like, as simple as, hey, I want to sample your beat, here goes some money. You know, like, the people actually want to know something about me. They want they had expectations for their music. You know, they didn't want it to be a song about shooting and killing and drugs or anything right. like that, you know, so they wanted to know who I was, they, by the time that I actually got to the final meeting, somebody at the meeting said, she was on Jay Leno. I said, baby, they done did their homework, child. They done did their homework, baby. They done did their homework. They done did their homework. They have already gotten that final track, although it's not available yet, um, but they are already circulating it in Detroit, so I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Well, we're going to be circling it here because I'm going to have to send that track to my local radio people here in Grand Rapids because that's pretty, that's pretty dope. I, I like it. I Thanks. like it a lot. Now, now what now, now just for a second, if you wasn't, have you thought about if you was not doing stand-up comedy or what you're doing right now, what do you think you would be doing? Prostitute. I'm just playing. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm in school right now to be a journalist. Okay. Yep, journalism. I love journalism is a, is a. Yep. You think you write you a book see. one day? You got a book in you? You got a book in you? I do. I do have a book in me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everybody I think has a book in them. Everybody has something to contribute to, to the world from their own eyes and their own experience. You know, so I definitely encourage people that have a good story to try to write it one day. Absolutely. Now, um, what's your favorite type of um, what's your favorite type of audience? I know that you're in Chicago, but you have traveled, right? You've you've gotten outside of Chicago, and you've gotten and you've gotten some different type of audiences. What do you What do you mm-hmm. think? What What kind of audiences do you think you do better in, or audiences that you feel like? You see the audience, and you're like, okay, I got this. What what kind of audience do you, you feel like? You're going to hear something so crazy. You're going to hear something so crazy what? in the red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be so intimidated. 
uh, to perform in front of older women. Okay. But them be my best set. I mean, they love to yep. the around. I mean, most of my money come from older women, and it's my most, even now, even though I've proven that I can do it, you know, I do feel like I might need to mild it down, but they can take it, and they love it. Right, right. Now, older women, you're talking about, like, aunties and, and, and young grandmothers, right? We're talking about ages 45 and up. Right, so we're talking if about like you can like have a daughter my age. I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I feel like with audiences, for me, with with my experiences, I was always intimidated by having an all black crowd because you know I grew up in Grand Rapids and my my comedy kind of started out like mainstream, like for for everybody. But once I started traveling, girl. And I started going to these hole in the walls bar. It was just us in there. It wasn't nobody else up in there. Yeah. I will agree that we could be a little. So, so I had I had no I choice but to just kind of jump into it and start, you know, finding my feet in the in the urban side of things, or else I was about to, <laughs> girl, I was about to be bombing in every room if I didn't. I literally had to go to Detroit to uh, having that same experience because you know. Our people are our people universally. But the the reason why I'm not having that same experience being intimidated with our people is because I'm a Chicago comedian. I literally have to say that. Absolutely. Because your groundwork has already been set. The standards are already Correct. high in Chicago. So in Chicago, and it's, 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 it's either do or die. It's sink, it's sink or swim. Yeah. When yeah, I did Ridley's, well, I, I had headlined the uh, the Laugh Factory there. Um, I had headlined it, but I headlined it on the night, the same night that the Super Bowl was on, girl. Oh. So it wasn't a lot. Of, it wasn't a lot of people up in there. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't really get my rhythm going. I just didn't feel like I did a good job. You know what I mean? As as far as how we want to do, but when I went to Riddles. Riddles. I did four shows at Riddles and um, op- opened up for a T Barb and um, Scrancho, and that mm-hmm. that was a good show. I mean, we I did we did four shows, and I think maybe one of the shows I wasn't real happy with, but other than that, I, I had to find my feet up in there. You ain't wrong. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's off limits for you as far as topics on, on stage? Nothing. What are some things? Nothing. There's nothing you won't talk about. Nothing. I mean, okay. Um, if if something can potentially make me cry, from my own experience of trying to get it out to the people, if I'm putting it out prematurely, I feel that heat um, because it won't even really come out funny, and that's just off my own expertise. Something still right. works through right. You know, some stuff you still upset about, and you need to work on it, and, and, and that's just that. But absolutely, um, I am here. I, I feel like I have been placed here to be an open book. It's probably nothing that I won't say up there. Like my mom came to a show last week, and I told everybody, "Y'all, my mom in the front say, hey, mom.' My mom said, hey, I love my mom, girl. I love my mom too. That girl sick, man. And um, I said, I get a lot of stuff from my mom. I said, look at this shade. Uh-huh, y'all see how we both got glasses? Look at that. I see, but do y'all see this mustache? This mustache came from my mom. I'm going to tell it all. 
say not tell, your daddy, your I mama. I tell it all, honey. Mm-hmm. I tell it all. <laughs> my mom really, really need to get that down is. on me one time, girl, because I done told everybody that my mom is real smart and she know the answer to all the questions except when I ask her who my daddy is. And I be saying it in front of her and she just be looking like this is a mess. <laughs> and she going to get a laugh out of me because it is funny. Because we know who my dad is. The child, he don't want, he 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 just doing his own thing. But this right. is just making he got his own thing you know, going on. We yeah. doing it together. We, now you got, it's not a situation that I'm dealing with alone. Like, my mom has to deal with it, too. She the one who got to answer the questions when I'm asking or deal with me when I'm frustrated. So we have to get through it. Right. Now, now are you an only child? No. I have a brother. Okay. Okay, you have a brother. Okay, older or younger? I I think he came out of an egg, though. I think he's a reptile because he ashy all the time. (laughs) Why you do your brother like that? (laughs) (laughs) You say he's a reptile. All right, well, 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 who inspires you? What inspires your your content? Is it just life? life stuff and you just go off of your own life or what 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 inspires you to to be funny what are some of the things that jar you funny feel like what really inspires me is like when like really like life like just like how you said it you know how like you be going through stuff i will legit stop crying and start laughing like in a moment i'm a complete lunatic i ought to be locked up somewhere but like my initial reaction <laughs> when stuff be messed up is I got to tell somebody about this because this is something that just came right. So I'm glad that comedy is giving me that relief to, yeah, this bad is happening, but baby, when you tell the people about it, they're going to love it. And I'm glad that I have that little inkling in my brain, that like a little flip of a switch that be like, oh, I'm going to have to tell the people, you know, and it's such a good distraction from what's really happening. Right, right, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right. Well, give me your uh, what's your route, your uh, Mount Rushmore or your top five in in comedy, and it older do it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, Whoopi Goldberg. Babe, you know what? Let's pause right, Billy, to do stand up. That's because people don't people don't. People have not done their homework, and I always tell people, mm-hmm. if you don't know Jamie Jamie Foxx stand up, you don't know Jamie Foxx, because mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx rips stages. Okay, let's just say mm-hmm. that I've seen Jamie Foxx rip stages, but he got so early in the game with um, with skits, doing funny skits and improv and sketch comedy, that yeah. a lot of people didn't see his stand up. Because all they remember him yeah. is from In Living Color and, you know, funny mm-hmm. funny movies and that sort of thing. But Jamie Foxx is a beast on stage. Yep. yep. He is highly yep. underestimated. Okay, so Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg. This next one is one of my favorites, Army J. He was the first comedian that I ever seen get animated on stage. I love Arnaz. Arnaz is funny. That when he do that old man dance, like, oh my goodness, the lamp it gets it sends me every time. What happened? That limp that he do, the old man. 
fifty cents. Oh, the old man limp. Oh my goodness, it gets mm-hmm. me every time too, girl. I can't even. Yeah. I, I can't even deal. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, what was that? That's three. That's three. Who else I want to put out there? You know who else I'm gonna put out? Put Chad Williams out there, and I'm gonna put him out there because. Oh man, I gotta put Ronnie out there. All right, I'm gonna put Cat Williams. Mhm. And I'm gonna end off with D. Ray Davis, and not for no comedy purposes. I'm putting D. Ray Davis in there because he is the ultimate opportunity giver. D. Ray Davis. Yes. Okay. He the man of the streets at this point. I mean, he gave me an opportunity off a limb one time, and now he just be waiting on me to come on back. <clears throat> That's what's up. Cause this, Ray summer, is, uh, this summer, I'm going back this summer to perform at Monday Rays at the Improv on Monday. Mm-hmm. Shut up. You I'm going to be back this girl. summer. I have to save me some money on up, but I'll be back. That's that's all right. That's all right. That's that's what's up. That is what is up. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Okay, so that's that's a good Mount Rushmore. You know, that's a lot more people that um that actually get the get the praise for their stand up from back in the day. Um, yeah, I know Whippy Goldberg for sure. Um, Arnaz, I think Arnaz is still in rotation on the stage though. I see. He is. Uh, he's still his prices to go down. I'm gonna try to get him on the show. Okay. Yep. Arnaz has been around for a long <laughs> time, and he just—he just seems like a real down to earth dude. Downy. You know, like, yes, comedians. You, and and this is just for me being in the in the industry for nine years now. Some comedians are approachable, and some aren't. You yeah, know, people think true. that in comedy that all comedians are so friendly and funny and bubbly and no, cool they not. and da da da. No, they not. They're no. not. No, they are not. And and I think that that's the the misconception that comedians, especially new comedians that come in and they're so excited about. That was me, honestly, to be truthful. I think that when I first like started comedy, people, honestly. Right. I, I'd be excited to see other comedians. You know what I mean? Like other comedians that's doing mm-hmm. more than me, I always want to kind of pick their brain, see if they're cool. And I've just had a couple of times where, you know, I've gotten that feeling of leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they will. <laughs> they will. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, well, dang, okay. <laughs> and yeah. it's it's all good, but I love the, the camaraderie of comedy. I love going to the green room and talking with the other comedians and, me too. you know, meeting and networking and all of that good stuff. And a lot of comedians of don't course, really care for it. Of course, once I got over it. my anxiety telling me that everybody hate me for no reason. But once I got over that, I realized that I'm just fine. Yeah, you can't listen to none of that stuff. You can't listen to that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a couple of minutes break. So if you want to take a break, uh, you don't have to hang up the phone or anything. You could just push mute. I'm going to play a couple of songs um, out here. And this first song that I'm going to play is actually by a local comedian, independent artist, Malik Jordan. Um, He can be found on Instagram. He can be found on Facebook. All of his music is kind of like how your stuff is doing right now, girl. It's on Spotify. It's probably on a couple of different music 
networks and streaming platforms that you can access this music. And um, we'll come right back to the show after we hear a couple of songs, all right? Don't go nowhere. I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be. Dodged death so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. Yeah. Let me read uh, another day yeah. to fulfill uh, my prophecy. Almost died a few times, been shot at, consumed lies, been brutalized and scrutinized, was boxed in like two times, no shot till I grew wise, and look back with new eyes, my young years just flew by, a grown man with two lives left, but life ain't no game, no, niggas in the hood, killing niggas off say souls. you breaking gang codes, niggas die over pesos, I just lay low with my girl, A, I made that one pesos, wanna make it like a night or day, I like I had changed clothes, Actors do the same shit, playing the same roles. You hating on another COVID symptoms, your taste pole. I do it for the love of it, like curry and clay show. I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be. Now I've so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy. I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be. Now I've so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy. Walked away from accidents that probably should have took my life. Walked away from magnum tips that probably would have been on my eye. I know I'm not invincible, no army man. I'm 27, how much more pain can a body stand? Yeah, I've made a lot of plans. And I'll see to them, no retreat to them, complete doing. Put heat to them like seafood, but at the same time, I keep cooling and dream lucid. No peak to them, I teach students and keep doing what I dream of. Envisioning my feet up with a million on my visa. Chilling in Ibiza, controlling all the Lisa. Times when I struggle. Never needed any features Preach to the niggas that don't need to Take heed to the kingdom See leaders, you can be them See anybody struggling for guidance, you can lead them Anybody trying to break the chains, I bet you'll free them Was raining when I came and now we in a different season I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be Dodged death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be Dodged death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy Shabba not the same. 
time we break the flame. I'm in the minute, two cold place, turn on the lever, in a believer, come code a paper, follow the procedure. Me no rocking but follow the leader. It does go jump off a fool them shoulder, chop off them head, win me craver. From Jamaica right back to Geneva. Shabba ranking a two cold place.
Hey, we are back. Had to hear us some shabarangs. I know, girl, getting amped for this weekend. It's Friday. You got anything going on this weekend? Child, no, my birthday was yesterday. Thank y'all all for the birthday week. Your mm-hmm. birthday was yesterday. I meant it, girl. I was trying to download the birthday song so I could play it, but you know my skill. I'm glad that I didn't because my skills were so off today. <laughs> <laughs> but happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Mm. Happy mm. birthday, Cena mm. Ronette Monet. Mm. That was my mm. my best rendition. On, on behalf of Caribbean Radio Show, we are singing happy birthday to you, Serena. Thank I'm going to give my little shout-out, too, real quick. I love to shout-out, well, not only, you know, shouting out for the Caribbean Radio Show, which is dope, because, you know, the Caribbean can hear us, Serena. So, you know, we are in all of the oh. Caribbean islands right now. Yeah, you're on the airwaves, so they can hear you. And um, we're trying to we trying to do some different things. We're trying to reach some different people. We are trying to get some some notoriety so that we are able to bring acts. I really wanted to kind of chime in and do the be the comedy person of the radio show so that I'm able to, you know, make connections and network with other comedians so that we can actually have a Caribbean radio show yeah. with comedians, you know, like an actual real show where we find a venue and I've been um, kind of doing my research with the uh, Caribbean comedians. Did you know that there's like popular Caribbean comedians? Like, I'm glad that you brought that up. On t- actually, um, on TikTok. On TikTok. Day. Every okay. single Mother's Day, I actually spend it in Atlanta at this place called the mm-hmm. Premier Lounge. And it's so shocking to me because okay. she's bringing me back because I'll be thinking down the line, but it's a hundred percent Jamaican show. One hundred percent. And most of the comedians, I'm like the only American comedian that they keep bringing back. So I am getting a network with some of those comedians. Yeah. Shout out to Fat Cat. Oh, that's Fat good. Cat guy. That's a man. Hey, that's, that's what's up. That's Fat what's Cat. up. I've been finding them. I've been finding them on TikTok. I know there's a few that I followed on. There's a guy named Oliver. Oliver is is supposed to be like the king of comedy in Jamaica. Um, his name is Oliver. Wow. And he he's he's huge. And um, there's a couple TikTokers that are really really huge. Um, just a little honorable mention, Kimberry J. She is very very funny mm-hmm. on TikTok. Um, it's another one. I am Julie Mango. Julie Mango is funny. Okay, follow I am Julie Mango, okay, Julie um, Mango. on tick on TikTok. Huh? I said okay, Julie What's Mango. The- Julie Mango, yeah. So, um, very funny comedian, very funny. But yeah, it's comedy is everywhere, girl. We everywhere. I'm trying to be on the beach, down by the beach. You know hey. what I'm saying? With my drink, my my coconut drink, my coconut. Hey, put that. Line I don't know how to speak You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to swa, but hey. I sure been listening. You know, I got a thing for language, so I gotta. Okay. I can, I can say some things. You know, so I might pick up a little bit of patois as I go. But yeah, oh, you know, the, the Caribbean, the Caribbean has a lot of comedians. Girl, that'll be a reason for us to go down there and Let's go. do you a comedy show. Yes, ma'am. I do have my passport. Let's you got yours? Let's get on. Yeah, I'm gone. Hey, hey, you know what? The 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 messed up thing about my passport is it ain't got no stamps in it. 
I bet we got to get some food stamps up in that passport. We got to get some food stamps in that passport because you can't be doing it. Girl, got to get some food up in that passport. <laughs> yeah, some food stamps. It's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. No, but my uh, my whole family has, we all have our passports. And my, the only one that's traveled outside the country is my youngest son. TJ, the one that was going to oh, go wow. to the Navy, he's been he to, yeah, he's, he actually goes to, when, well, he went to, um, what can I say, kind of an elite school, um, a suburban school, and he went to a school with a lot of the rich kids in the city of Grand Daddy, Rapids. You got that money, Daddy, so, you got that money. You got money, Daddy. You know, actually, no, I'm faking it. I fake it. I fake it like I have money. Like, you people think money. I have you money. Girl, no, people think I have money. Girl, you did. Girl, she did. (laughs) (laughs) I am really hurt out here. I am hustling. Your girl is a hustler, okay? And uh, shoot, the hustling game been tough out here. But but no, my son went to the schools where a lot of the rich kids went, and every spring break they would take him to the Bahamas and and stuff for spring break. So we was like, well, shit, we can't afford to go. So one of us should be able to go and have fun for spring break. <laughs> right. And wow. TJ, and TJ was bone out with his friends. And we'd have to, we'd have to scrape up like two G's to give him to go to the Bahamas for food and, wow. and, you know, spending costs. Yeah. So yeah, it was expensive. Mm-hmm. It was very expensive to send him. But, um, oh, that- yeah, he's the only one that's used his passport. So yeah, I'm trying to get to the Caribbean. Um, you know, I can I can go anywhere Spanish speaking. You habla español. Um, I'm going to Spanish speaking places. Yep, you speak Spanish too. That ain't, that ain't Danny Redwine. That's Selena. That's Selena, right? I turn into Selena on you real quick. But yes, yeah. I'm I'm for it. We're gonna speak it into our future. That's what we're gonna do. Serena is. is is bound to happen. We're going to be on the beach. We're going to be on the beach on stage telling jokes in the Caribbean. Let's just put it out there in the universe. Boom. A little bit musty, for real. That's how I did it. Man, a little bit musty. Okay, now let's mm-hmm. get down to the nitty gritty. I feel like I feel like we know you good, girl. We know you. We just don't know, you know, what kind of panty draws you wear and all that stuff. But we know you. We know the that you, you know, you self-proclaimed, you self-proclaimed bald head. You from the Navy. You from Chicago. Mm-hmm. You got a brother. Mm-hmm. You done dropped you a song. We um, have a pet you done brother. Some, you got some. You got some famous friends. You got Corey Holcomb. You got D. Ray Davis. You know, you got... You come from the land of funny, so I feel like we know you. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. What is going on in comedy? What is going on in comedy today? Like, this is what I want to talk about. All of the things that's going on with comedy today. You got people getting slapped in the face on stage. You got, like... Like, so much has changed in comedy etiquette, I feel like, has changed. You know, when I was growing up in this game, um, I was told that seniority reigned over everything. Like, seniority wins. And that is not true now. Instagram follows the man. I think... But listen, let me tell you, I think that that is part of comedy's beef aside from joke stealing. Joke stealing is probably 
I'm so tired of dealing with these comedians' egos. If something ain't working for you, find something else. You know, you really can't. How y'all mad about some, some I almost said a cuss word. How y'all mad about something that God giving out? You ain't even got no control over it. Times change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like everything Time the comedians is mad about these old comedians, they need to be mad at God. Because we don't have nothing to do with none of this. We we adapting too. I don't know. I, I'm not good at skits, but I bet you I'm working on it. Absolutely. And that's what I feel like. I feel like everybody has their own way of getting into this field. Not everybody does everything the exact same way as the person before them and so on. Like everybody finds their own way of doing things and their own niche. And and, and I don't you know care what nobody it what? made me think about this documentary that I watched uh, with T-Pain, and then T-Pain said he almost quit music because Usher told him he was messing up on Yeah, and, yep. and yep. that really, it really hit me personally because a big comedian who I shall not name mm-hmm. told me that Wretch Around ain't coming. Mm. And I and I almost consider stop, stopping doing it. Mm. And you can't. I can't because now it's to the point where the people have going to have something to say to me if they don't see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you do. Everybody is not the same. Everybody's comedy is not the same. Everybody, And, and that whole joke stealing thing, I, I, I feel a way about it because there's only, we can talk about everything, but everything has been talked about. Everything has been it's talked hard. about. So, regardless of what you put your, if you're not saying word for word, verbatim, dropping the joke and the punchline the way it was dropped before, it's actually not stolen. It could be probably remixed or a different perspective, but it's going to be something said. But I'm in Chicago, though. In Chicago. Right. It's going to be something. Yep. Yep. That's still stealing. But it's been done before. Part two. It's been done uh, before, no. and people look at memes. Look at memes. A lot of memes. Now so tell me, I ain't lying. We all are having. Listen to this. Listen. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. On memes, hasn't most of the memes that you read been something that you said yourself or heard somebody else say? Yeah. Think about it. Exactly. <laughs> we are That's my whole point. My whole point. My whole point is that a lot of the stuff, a lot of stuff leads to the same ending. A lot of stuff ends the same way. You have to figure out as a comedian how to separate that same material. I know I'm not the only girl that talk about like a fat The dude. only way you could separate that same material is if it really happened to you and you speaking off of experience. Because if you're not, it's going to sound like everybody else's. Be true right. to your own. But what I'm saying is, you're going through enough. my whole point of saying that, because I don't do it myself saying that, is that comedy is not the same anymore. There's there's way too much stuff out here that people can can tap into to make their own, and it can still be perceived as similar content of another person, similar style of another person. Not to say that everybody does, but the people that 
clearly have enough time to do this type of stupid shit are going to think they're not doing anything wrong. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks different, saying that I think that way or my brother thinks that way. But well, what how you, people, what way you think? No, I because I'm from I kind of grew up with the old school comedians. I my content is my own because it's about my life. And that's why my content is original. However, I've I am a fan of comedy. I listen to a lot of comedy. I, I'm, I'm in the comedian world. I hear other stuff that if I wanted to be like, that kind of sounds like something I've said. And I've never met this person before, or I've never seen their content before. It's just that a like minds go to the likable stuff. You talk about dating a big dude. There's only so many things you can say about big, being a big dude that's going to make it funny, not mean, and go I'm off of that. I know I'm not the only comedian. Right, but I know I'm not the only comedian in the world that's talked about those particular things. B- uh, big boys having boobs. I like them. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm mm-hmm. not the only one that say that in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I think that that's yeah. a lot of the bickering in the comedy world is that People are picking apart people's information and their 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 stuff, and they're making it into their own because they they feel like they can make it funnier, or they can put a different mm. punch on it, or they can put a mm. different twist to it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if they are doing that. So so it's not it's not really contradictory. It's almost like. It's the way things are changing. It's, e- it's evolution. It's the way things are evolving. We co- comedians. And what, and, um, I mean, what can, what can we do about it besides try to become more creative? One headlight. One headlight. Right. One headlight. One headlight. Hey, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. that's a bop, girl. It's a bop. I just want to be dun, more creative. I that demand of creative is out there. I know that people want to see some creative stuff. You know, that's who Absolutely. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the people who want to see some wild and crazy stuff right out the mud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I took care of right. these comedians that are stealing from me. I know they're stealing from me, too. I don't care. Me, because too. I, I every, told, every people, that, I told months, people that before. And listen. Y'all can have them. And listen, I've even had a I've even had a situation where it was a it was a young lady that was listen, I'm gonna tell you a quick story. There was a lady coming up behind me, young girl, started doing comedy. She liked my set. I noticed that some of her jokes was kinda of turning into kinda of like how my jokes were. And I pulled her to the side and told her, I was like, I don't want you to I don't want other people thinking that you're you know what I'm saying? How thing, how sensitive things are. I said maybe just kind of go in a different direction or not say this. Let's use this word. And she took it good. You know what I'm saying? Like she was, she was cool with it. And a couple of other comedians was like, yeah, I I was gonna say that. You know, your jokes was sounding like Danny's. And she seemed like she received it well. Um, and then like a week later, she was upset about it. Maybe it had she was upset. Her it sat in her spirit and she felt like I was trying to throw her shade. I'm not I'm not I'm not that girl for one. I'm I'm not gonna throw nobody it's shade. A thing I don't that happens. When you watch any comedians that you really like, you will potentially mm-hmm. start sounding like 
You right. will. Or 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 Unless even try to make some like of their me. content. I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah, but it's a, it happens all the time. It is a thing. You know, Steph. It I, happens all the time. But that's that's you know my Steph whole I, point of the conversation is, huh? Do you know Steph? I? No. Shout to find an old comedian here in Chicago. I see him in okay. the lobby. Why the comedians on stage here with us? It's just a couple of weeks ago. I said, you don't want to see the, you don't want to see support the other comedians in there. I don't listen to other comedians. It'd be stuck in my head. That's I get saying. that. I, I I understand that. I totally get yeah. that. So and I'm thing? gonna tell you why. It is a thing. I don't watch stand up shows. Like I used to watch yeah, I do, I'm gonna Netflix get my specials and I'm stuff. Gonna get my Netflix specials and stuff. I don't really particularly watch them. And the reason why is because and, and it's not all the time. It's usually when I'm in my, my writing phase. Like I go through writing phases. I don't know if anybody else does, but me as a writer, that's how I write. I go through phases of writing and it usually consists of like a good week where I'm like it's just spewing out of me. But that's usually the time that I'm not watching comedy. Now, if I'm not really taking time off and I'm comfortable and my shows is booked and I'm not looking at no new material, I'm not creating no new jokes, yeah, I'll, I'll watch something then. But I feel like when my creative juices is watching, I don't want to be influenced by anything that I've heard. So that's just my personal. And I've actually heard um, Sean Morgan, who is another Chicago comedian, um, Man, I'll he, feel better. he said that. Yes, and also a veteran. Very mm-hmm. funny. Love Sean Morgan was one of my favorite yeah. Chicago is one of my favorite Chicago comedians. And um mm-hmm. he said that. He's like, I don't watch stand up and I'm like, Why don't you watch stand up? And he told me that and until I really got into this, I didn't understand it. I understand it now. And that's I mean, just, but you know, you know I got my a problem personal with that. Because I feel like the reason why we started stand up is because we love it. So now we can't even watch. Right. I love watching stand up. Like I don't like. I, I don't There's nothing wrong. I, I love you. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, That's I'm right. You don't have to. Comedian. I'm taking Absolutely. my ideas. Everybody come, has. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. I, but I'm, I'm, but I feel I'm, like I'm gonna do my last one for sure. Right. And and everybody is different. That's why I said your your way is not right nor wrong. My way is not right nor wrong. Everybody has their own way of adapting based on their personality. My personality, that's just, I know myself well enough to know that if I'm watching a whole bunch of stand up and then I get my pen and my paper out, I might be influenced by some of that because while I'm watching it as a comedian, I could be thinking about how they could have made it funnier. Or I think about, dang, what if I they said this or that as the comedian, not as the audience. You understand what I'm saying? Well, then so we're that, and that's away that me. knowledge that we can be getting from them. No, no, that no, no. I crazy. take away the knowledge and the fact of the – listen, listen to what I'm about to say. I, um, I take away the fact okay. of the polishing of how polished their set is, how they move Very one content, right, how they move from one subject to another. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I've, that's what I take away from. We need that. Family. We need that. We do. We do. Stage is very important. You have hella stage presence, and not everybody does. Some people have it naturally, and some people, they have to get it. They have, you know what I mean? And that's just 
being consistent, getting up on stages, doing shows, getting booked, getting out there, yeah. jumping on podcasts, radios, and, and, and talking about it more, being more funny. It's just, it doesn't happen until you de- develop. It comes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for everybody is different. You know, I don't, I don't doubt the way that you, you know, do your jokes or write your jokes. Some people write them bullet points. Some people write them out as like stories. You know, everybody just has yeah. their own way of of figuring out what works for them. And mm-hmm. um, now that I've been in nine years, I can really only say I'm just now starting to feel comfortable on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like if I I don't panic if I think a couple seconds while I'm up there. As to where before, right. I was running. You understand what I mean? No, I ran take your from time, baby. So take your time, And now I feel like in the last couple of years, I'm taking my time. I'm not in a rush to get off stage. And that right there is just an example of, of growth and time that, you know, it takes. And some people have it naturally. Yeah, some people can jump. I got this new little vaporizer, you know, the vapes that they have. I, and it's to the point where I got a, I got a um, extended bit about um, me and my new vaporizer. And I use it. I hit it on stage <laughs> and everything um, <laughs> to slow myself down. But I do it funny. And people are like, uh-huh. right, so, right. I got to use props to slow myself down. See, you just got to slow down. I, I I feel need right. help. You know, I'm still kind of fresh. I'm well, only see, five years old. I got a about dating young dudes, and uh, my prop is my uh, readers, and I have my readers tucked in my titties. And uh, I usually talk about when I'm dating young dudes, how I be busting myself out when I got to put a number in my phone and I got to get my readers out <laughs> on my phone, child. <laughs> to put their number in my phone and then they know. They know I'm in my 40s in. <laughs> they already know. Girl. That's my only prop so far, so I get a couple seconds off stage from that. But, but yeah, I don't I don't trip off of my, my seconds. As before, I was every second counted. I didn't want to breathe. I wanted to just get through my jokes. And now I'm just kind of up there. I, I think I kind of just adapted the I don't give a damn. You know, I'm going to go up here. Either they're going to like my jokes or they're not. I tell the comedian, I tell well, the, the crowd now, y'all y'all quiet tonight. Well, I got like five more minutes left. So <laughs> I'm just going to let y'all know right now. It's going to be a long mm-hmm. five minutes if y'all just going to sit there because I'm going to tell my jokes. Mm-hmm. To the- so, yeah, so what you got going on now? I know you got a lot of stuff coming up. You done been on Jay Leno, which is big. Now you got to try to get on Family Feud. I'm going to be part of your family. We're going to be the real Girl, they turned around, they turned me around on Family Feud because I'm, they found out I was a comedian. I won't be on Family Feud. We got okay. around three okay. of, um, auditions, though. So I carried the family okay. everywhere. But in the end, I was the, the, the reason for the demise, and that really does suck. But, um... I got a lot coming up. I'm looking at my schedule right now. I don't even know where to start to tell you. Okay. Greenville, South Carolina, I am on my way. Huntsville, Alabama, I am on my way in April. This is all April. Cleveland, Ohio, I am on my way. (laughs) And multiple, multiple, multiple shows here at home in Chicago all month. 
Okay. I, I need to get to Chicago. You know, I have family there. I could come I could come down there for a whole week and just do a run. Come on. I need to do I need to do that. So I'm gonna get with you. I'm gonna get with uh Miss our cousin Tierra. I'm gonna get with her and, oh, yeah. uh, uh, and OJ Lamont. Get with them and, oh, and see Lamont. my my, pe- mm-hmm. my other people over there. Yep, Sean Morgan is in uh, Houston right now. No, he. I know he's still back and forth to Chicago. He was here in Grand I Rapids. I I just missed him last Wednesday. I just missed him. Wednesday. He sent me a. He sent me a text talking about old ugly bobblehead girl or something. He sent me. Um, well, he was on his way. Talking about somebody's head. Okay, now. Right. Girl, that's my boy though. So Sean, head. Um, he had, he had a show here the same night I had a show in Greenville, so I couldn't couldn't see him while he was here. But yeah, I definitely need to come and do a little Chicago run. Um, come on, boo. But yeah, so Cleveland. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, that was it. Okay. All right. That's what's up. Oh, that's what's up. So when you're going to Greenville, what you doing in Greenville, South Carolina? I'm sorry, I didn't. On Tubi, okay. Uh, The Comedy Come Up, uh, produced by Jasmine Lewis, which was one of the stars of the Ladies Barbershop. Um, Okay. It it should be premiering this summer. So the Comedy Come Up, I'll be doing a 15 minute set, and you can see it. Oh, that's what's up. That is what's up, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. That is that. Thank you know, you. everybody jump, everybody jumping on Tubi now. Good, good stuff. Good stuff, Serena. I'm so yeah, proud of you. My second, we met. When we met at Amazon Prime. I knew I was gonna see you again. I said, you know, I'm gonna see this girl again because you were just bubbly. You have the best personality. Um, oh, you're just you. one of them people that you like from jump. So I really hope everybody that people don't come like out me from Jeff. I'm gonna tell you that. But really, you just give off that persona mm-hmm. that people would just like you right off the bat. But you know, I'm a mm-hmm. you know, big I'm a ones don't person. like me. Just, the big ones don't like me, girl. The big ones do not like me, girl. Uh, why? Because you skinny. Me you got because you got treats. Because you got your lady line. They know. better go on somewhere, girl. <laughs> <I'm just saying>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. But yeah, I definitely need to get to Chicago. Um, but I'm definitely I'm I'm proud of you, girl. You know, we gotta support each other Thank while we out here. It's 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 hard for us women. But I think we coming up. I think we're gonna start running this game. What you think? We're doing very well. I I think we are. I think we are doing very I think well. We already running it, really. Low key. Low key we are. Um, I think a lot of the decisions that are being made are are through women. Um, yeah. Not saying that they're able to, you know, flip the switch and turn on the lights, but you yeah, know, I think yeah. we contribute in a lot of ways. So yeah, we do. We really, definitely. really do. I was going to ask you about your South Carolina trip, nor uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Where? You, what venue? Greenville, South Carolina. Okay, let me just look it up. Oh, you didn't put me on the spot. Um, this is my second time actually coming here. Okay. Do you um, know the name of the venue? Give me one second. I know. I, I know. I, I know. I. And do the reason it. why? Are you looking for that? The reason why I ask is because I'm going to be there next month. Um, at the oh, Comedy Zone. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I, I need to be at the Comedy Zone. Okay, here it is. Cigar Experience. The Cigar Experience. And what's the date? April 28th. April 28th. All right. I think I'm there on the, let's see now. Now, now you don't put me on the spot. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see. So we are, I'm going to be there from the 21st and the 22nd. I'm booked both of those days. I'm going to catch you on the next round, girl. So I'll be there before you get there. Because I think that following week I got a, um, I'm doing a couple birthday parties. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, now, this will be my first time going to South Carolina. So you've been there already. Yeah, this is like my callback. Okay, this is your callback. What What was the crowd like? Good crowd? It was fun. It was fun. It was so okay. fun. I almost broke my ankle. I did that retro round and fell off the stage. And they was like, yeah, that's no, a you did not. child. I'm about to die down here. <laughs> ankle was toe up. Ankle was toe up, but I played it off, child, because I'm going to go out and win a period. I had right, a right. My I best hear that. Sure. What you say? <laughs> mm. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Y'all better come help me up. Right. That is funny. I don't think I've fell on stage yet, or I don't think I've hurt myself on stage, but I have almost tripped over the cord when I was doing the House oh, of yeah. Comedy, girl. I, like, I felt the cord, and I kind of, like, stumbled, and they looked at me, and they was, and I was like, y'all see that? <laughs> One yeah. of the girls was like, yeah, played it yeah. off like a mug as best as I could. I know the people in the back didn't see it. Thank but, God. um, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I'm excited to go there because I've never been to um, the Carolinas. I've never been to South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, so I'm excited. Carolina a lot. It's so fun and so good. It's such a light energy. It's like those those perceptions are not there. It's just like good Southern hospitality and good fun. It's full of let the Lord use you, you know, just do. Mm-hmm. Right, right, Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? I think that it's going to be, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's probably hidden pockets in the South where, you know, they don't like us. But, you know, for the most part, that's everywhere, girl. You know, sure. I feel like we got to watch. Like the white people come to the show where the black people come Mm -hmm. in the Carolinas. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. But they they pack on in together. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that because they have no choice to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That's good. I um I have a lot of friends that have moved to uh the Charlotte area, um North that's North Carolina and Raleigh mm-hmm. and I think Columbia. Now Columbia is in South Carolina, I believe. But I've had a lot of okay. friends here that have moved there and they said it's a lot similar to living in Grand Rapids, it's just better weather. So Okay. Okay. I mean that still Midwest kind of get feel it'll give you. You know what I mean? Because you know in Chicago, yeah, Chicago is kind of segregated. You know, you it, it is. There's the only. It is very segregated in Chicago. So the only place you're gonna see a diverse crowd is gonna be a venue like the House of Blues, or you know oh, what I'm saying? Of Something of where, right, right. But you know, if you go to a, just a regular like Riddles, I ain't. I've never seen. There was not the four shows I did. It wasn't one white person there. 
You know, so yeah. and it was packed and, out for scratch up. That's so crazy. Yeah. 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 And yep. I so now that you have all of that stuff going on. Caucasian neighborhood, which is weird. Right, right. Well tell tell our audience how they can um find you. What what are your um yeah, your social media platforms? Instagram tube at comedian Serena Monet, S E R E N A M O N A Y honey. You can find my single one headline on iTunes in just seven short days. Seven short days. Stream that up for me so I can get off section A. Amen. Amen. And I want mm-hmm. you to put that on, um, make that one of a YouTube song, uh, not a YouTube, but a TikTok song. So well, um, the, dis- the distribution TikTok is included, so I won't have to add a sound. Okay. I got a distribution. They just okay. put on all the sites, and then I just claim it. So it'll be up okay. on all the platforms automatically here pretty soon. That's what's up. You go ahead, one head light. I'm so proud of you, girl. Thank you. Proud of you. So, so where do you want to take your comedy future? Where, where do you see yourself going? Do you want to write books? Do you want to get in the plays? Are you doing any improv? Like, tell us what your future Serena Monet looks like. Wow, I really can't call it because I never thought I'd have a song. I really right. I ain't, ain't, ain't God good? Look at God. Yeah. Look at God. You know. God said, um, I got a song in but you. But I love to write me a sitcom. I would love to write me a good old sitcom. Okay. A comedic Ms. sitcom, Pat, drama. Call me, Miss Pat. Call me, Miss Pat. <laughs> she said, call me, Miss Pat. Yeah, because uh, her show is killing it right now. I mean, and is. I have never, and you know, and I've, I've never watched co-writers, it. and he's a Chicago comedian. Who is Vince? Vince, okay. Well, you, uh, Donnell, uh, not Donnell, Dion Cole is a writer for Blackish. Wasn't he a writer for Blackish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we again, just so. Man, I'm telling you, so much talent in Chicago. I was talking to somebody about um, Chicago. They said Chicago versus, or no, they said Midwest comedy versus East Coast comedy versus uh, Pacific comedy or, you know, California comedians. And I was like, in between New York and Chicago, I still got to give it to Chicago. Chicago, at the end of the day, so much talent has come out of Chicago. It's unreal, and not only out of well, just the com- just the comedic world. I'm talking about actors, uh, just everything, everything entertainment. Yep. Chicago, it, it just is just a lot of people that have come out of Chicago that are very successful and are talented people and are doing different things. They're behind the scenes mm-hmm. now. Now they're writing. They're writing for these big shows like that. A screenplay is definitely something that's attainable. You can definitely do something like that. So, okay, so go ahead. You want to do that. You want to, you think you can write a sitcom. Okay, what else? I would like, you know, because I did already write one play. It was entitled The Dream, and it was a story about insomnia, but 
while the insomnia is happening, and when I mean, well, when I finally fall asleep, the things I dream of are amazing, and I played that out for the crowd, and that was real good. We did a one night on one night only. It's so completely out and child. And so, would mm-hmm. I ever write another play? Not broke like this. Not not like not broke right. like this. Right. You no, know, it was a good play, and, right. and it was real good, you know, but not broke like that. Uh-uh. And so, um, I, you know, I just, I want to take it to the top. I want to try to do everything one time. Right. Absolutely. You want to, yeah. so you, you think you'll write a book? You think you gotta, you'll write a book eventually? Because you're in school for journalism. Probably. Like, I got a lot of stuff to say, yeah. for sure. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I can definitely. Yeah. I really can't shut up never. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, insomnia mm-hmm. is a real thing because I actually, I actually uh, have dealt with insomnia throughout my life. And um, it's a real thing. Uh, it is. And it's, it's highly underestimated. And when you mm-hmm. are a go-getter, and you are, uh, you know, the type of personality that is just on the go all the time, you can really jack yeah. yourself up if yeah. you don't get no rest. Which is so, why I'm not leaving my house for the next two days except to go to brunch, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I probably have two days out of the week where I go outside. Um, I am in the house most of the time. Um, I do a lot of stuff. If I'm not traveling, I'm in the house. Um, I, my, my clients come here. I braid me some hair, do me some little heads and babysit some kids. But I am pretty much at the house. I have a very chill life. And I need it. I put myself in that position because I kind of burn myself out. Um, in comedy, you can do that. And I and I could not do that. You know, I was running myself ragged. I was really trying to do too much, and I'm getting I'm getting older now. You know, I can't do all of the things that you know I used to be able to do and run around the way I used to be able to run around. You know, to travel, yeah. travel it takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if you have insomnia, that's not good either. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. It's just really trying to use my coping skills, make sure I give me some rest. Right. Yeah. And you know, every couple of business days, I have to con- consistently tell myself it's okay to to put some soap on your behind if you if you feel like you mm-hmm. should. It's been it's been enough days, a couple of business weeks. Put, don't put you a little wide on that thing. So yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, this has been an awesome, awesome show. So much for taking your time out of your day um, to spend with us here at the Caribbean Radio Show. Huh? Man, I'm telling you, this is this is exciting for me. This is exciting for me because now I'm able to, you know, reach out to a lot of the comedians that I've met over this time and get them to come on their show. And use this platform to, you know, let people that wouldn't normally hear about you and what you're doing and where you're at and who you are as a person, give them a platform to be able to, you know, express that and tell that. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part of this team. And Thank you so we will much, be talking. Friend. 
we'll be talking again soon. Um, I'm going to make my way to Chicago whenever I can. I, I really just need to stop saying I don't have the time and make the time to do it yes. um, and just come there. Yep. And just come down there and have me a week in Chicago. So yes. I'm just going to put that on my calendar. I already put it out in the universe. I'm going to be reaching out to you soon. Thanks again for coming on the show, honey. And Thank um, you. Yes, the Caribbean Radio Show is very happy to have you on today. So thank you again, and I will be talking to you soon. Bye, everybody. All right, Miss Lady. Bye. That was my girl, Serena Monet out of Chicago. And, man, I've said it a few times throughout this show that Chicago is – is just one of the places where I'm going to get, I'm going to get a lot of people from Chicago on the show because I've made a lot of good friends and had some really good experiences with comedians from Chicago. Um, Cy Morgan in particular uh, dropped some gems on me, a lot of gems about uh, the do's and don'ts of comedy. Um, Just Niche, another honorable mention, Just Niche is a comedian out of Chicago that's up and coming. Um, I I was following just Niche when she start, first started getting popular through word of mouth and um just word of mouth I went out on a limb to try to be on the show that she was on which was a Kevin Hart show uh funny is funny and they were going to be doing a taping of this competition where uh, Kevin Hart was looking for the next up and coming comic he was going from city to city and looking for the next up-and-coming comic, and two female comedians that I was kind of following and watching was Erica Clark and Just Niche, and um, I drove here. I drove from Grand Rapids, got down there, stood in line, signed the waiver, and they sat me right in front of the stage, and I was so excited to see Kevin Hart. I was right. I could have touched Kevin Hart. I could have snatched his little butt right on up off the stage. But I didn't. I I kept my composure, and I watched Just Niche, and I watched Erica, and Just Niche is taking off. She is uh, opening up for Corey Holcomb now. She's on tour with him. She does her own thing in Chicago, and she's just very, very funny. Um, Just wanted to take this time just to kind of go through some Chicago comedians to look out for or some that you probably already know, I'm sure, but just out of Chicago alone, you've had uh, Richard Pryor, who was from Peora, but still Illinois. Uh, Richard Pryor, Bernie Mac, you got Robin Harris, Adele Givens, Sherry Shepard, D. Ray Davis, uh, Little Rail, Marsha Warfield, Tony Baker, Damon Williams, Sean Morgan, Just Niche, um, Mary Lee, uh, Cheryl Underwood, uh, Robert Townsend, uh, Dion Cole, B. Cole, our cousin Tierra who is killing it right now, got to mention that, my girl Tierra is killing it. She is uh, my cousin Tierra. She is all over and she is blowing up. Um, Earthquake has followed, showed some of her clips. She's on YouTube. She's on um, TikTok. She's on Facebook, Instagram as my cousin Tierra. So follow her. Um, You got OJ Lamont. uh, You got Fab Monroe. And a lot of these comedians I met uh, when I went down to Chicago for a Bob Sumner 
um, audition. And I met a lot of these comedians and it's just been, it's just been a joy. So just hold for the whole Chicago circuit. If you ever go to Chicago, definitely hit up a comedy club in Chicago. They have comedy there. I believe almost every night of the week, even if it isn't a live show, they have different open mics where a lot of the local comedians that normally get paid to do shows, do jokes, and up-and-coming comedians that want to try it, I recommend even an open mic if you if you enjoy comedy because sometimes those open mic shows are just as good as an actual show. You just have to do your homework and, and, and find out your network. I didn't play a whole bunch of music for this segment, so before we get out of here, I'm going to play another song, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get us out here for the day. So I'm going to play this song real quick, give about three minutes break here, and then I'll come back, and we will talk about the next show that's coming up and how to get to it.
that was no games, and we are not playing no games here at Caribbean Radio Show. I'm so excited to be a part of this team, and we've got so many shows coming up. Next week, I am going to be bringing on Dave Jones. Dave Jones um, is a comedian born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan, started doing comedy when he was about 15 years old. Um, He is now in the game probably about 15, 16 years. Um, He is very, very funny. He puts on a lot of shows in um, our area. So he is responsible for putting on a lot of the local comedians in this area. He runs a show out of the Wealthy Theater here. Um, He usually does about three or four shows a year, but they're big shows. Every one of his shows sells out. So I'm very excited to talk to Dave Jones. Um, next week. That's going to be next week, Friday from 12 to 2. Same time, same place, the Caribbean radio show. You can get catch us on uh, Blog Talk Radio, and you can catch us on uh, YouTube, or you can just come right to the actual website for a Caribbean radio show and click on the link for the shows that you want to listen to. We've got a few different things going on and a lot of new shows that are going to be coming up for people to enjoy. Um, And I will be sharing those shows as well because there are um, some shows that other people may have some interest in as far as religion, as far as old school music, jazz, things of that nature. Um, And we're also looking into, I believe, a Hispanic show. So it will be all um, Spanish-speaking hosts, guests music and that sort of thing. So Caribbean Radio Show has a lot of things coming up. So I'd like everyone to stay tuned, tell a friend to tell a friend so um, that more people can learn about these people and the music and the acts that we bring here to these platforms. So be on the lookout for that. Dave Jones next week. Uh, He also actually did the Apollo, uh, got a standing ovation at the Apollo. He did the uh, competition for the Shaquille O'Neal um, Shaquille O'Neal actually has his hand in comedy, and he hosts a tour that he does, and he puts on the tours. It's called the Shaquille O'Neal Comedy Tour. Um, he actually petitioned for that. So, so yeah, that's where we're at. We are going to be doing our thing. I just got prompt that we are coming down to our last couple of minutes of the show, so I just encourage you to tune in. Um, find us on, like I said, YouTube. I'm on face. I'm on Facebook in and out throughout the day. So if you want to send me something in the chat uh, to say, hey, can you check out this song for me? Check out that song. Even look at this comedian or there's another comedian that I would like to know a little bit more about. Um, I'm open to suggestions. Um, I'm open to um, helping out other artists that might have some music or something they want to put out or have on the platform. As long as it is decent, you know, we don't want to have anything that is a little too risque on the radio, but, yeah, we're opening up this platform for that. But other than that, I'm going to be signing off. I'm your girl, Danny Redwine. I'm so excited. It's Friday. I want everyone to enjoy their weekend. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. I'm going to be chilling here at home, relaxing. It is cold outside. So that's what I'm going to do. But I know in the Caribbean, y'all got the sun, the beach, the stars, and the mountains. I wish I was there, but I am. I'm vicariously there. I'm there through the airwaves. I feel the heat. Love y'all.